And that's a bit of the brand new single from my guest, Alberta's Mandy McMillan. The song is called Dreamcatcher, and there's a great video to go with it as well. And we'll hear all about the song and what the term Dreamcatcher means to Mandy and a bit about her blog that relates to that as well. Uh, we'll get into her influences, songwriting, how things started off with a CMT Canada contest, I think about a decade ago. We'll get into all that and much more with Mandy McMillan. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Great to have you here, Mandy. Uh, it's a real pleasure to chat. I know that you, uh, let's see, you were born in Edmonton, grew up in Stony Plain, Alberta, and then eventually you made your way to the big city of Nashville. Yes, yes, it's been quite the journey, a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> quite, quite the journey indeed, and I think the, the trip to Nashville came after, uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, a decade ago, a CMT Canada contest. That was what led you to the journey to Nashville. Yes. Um, so back in about 2008, I had heard about a competition happening in Edmonton, and I happened to have the day off. I drove into the city, um, lined up you know, for, to, to sing a song for this competition, and found out that it was for uh, CMT Canada for their karaoke star and uh, so went in there I got to choose from a few songs that they had listed and one of my favorites when you say nothing at all um, at the Allison Crouse version was listed there so I sang that one ended up winning uh, in Edmonton flew to Toronto for the for the finale taping had so much fun met some amazing people and that was you know kind of the launch off into me being able to move down to Nashville so it was really cool really cool experience. Yeah, wow, that is amazing, and, and that was such a big deal at the time. I remember watching uh, Karaoke Star on CMT, and, and interestingly enough, I just recently interviewed Todd Richard, who also was um, on that show back in t 2008. Can you believe it? Oh, that's wild. I love that. <laughs> it's, uh, wow, just, yeah, within a week, I'm talking to both of you It just it, with that tie into the show, just like a total coincidence. But what a great way to uh, kick yeah. things off. Uh, Tell me about when you moved to Nashville. Was there any kind of adjustment? Was it just like a blast from day one? Tell me a bit about that experience. Yeah, so I initially, you know, started going down to Nashville um, to songwrite and to learn how to co-write. Because up until Nashville, I'd only ever written songs by myself. So that was a really cool experience. Um, I fell in love with the city. I knew in my heart that I needed to be surrounded by music and songwriting just 24-7. Just throw myself in the big pond. Um, to learn as much as I could, and it's just a blast, you know, right off, like, right from the beginning. It was so great. I uh, met a lot of fun people, had some great experiences, and uh, was able to, like, really hone in on my songwriting skills. So, yeah, it, just, it was so cool. So grateful I did it. And there's a real Canadian connection down there, as we all know, and you can speak to this, of course, but there are so many uh, fellow Canadians who obviously visit, but a lot of them that live down there, and I'm sure you're, they're in your community as well. Oh, absolutely. I know. I, I kind of laugh about it because I remember when I first moved to Nashville, and, you know, you'd go to a, a network gathering or, you know, someone's having a little house party, and, and someone would just kind of shout out, like, all right, raise your hand if you're Canadian. And so, you know, <laughs> and then we'd all kind of like, be like, oh, hey, where are you from? Where are you from? So, yeah, it's, there's a lot of, lot of talented Canadians down there in Nashville, which is cool to see. And talk about how um, the process of co-writing, Mandy, really ups your game um, and gets you better at writing when you're, when you're writing with other artists who maybe have done it longer or whatever the reason is, or it's just a different artist. It could even be at your level, different songwriter, um, mm -hmm. but just having that different perspective on writing. How has co-writing um, helped shape your own writing? Yeah, well, I'm so grateful for it. And 
one thing that I am really grateful for as well is that I did spend so many years writing by myself because I think it helped me to kind of create my vibe, my sound, what I wanted to accomplish in my writing and have that established. And then I was able to jump into Nashville, meet some amazing songwriters and just learn some more tricks of the trade, you know, whether it was writing styles, um, being able to write with people who were, you know, a lot better at guitar and could bring that kind of aspect to it. Um, but I love co-writing, you know, now because I just feel like it as great as a song can be writing it by yourself just to add mm-hmm. another uh, voice and opinion in there it can really help to craft, craft and shape a song to its fullest potential. So, it's, yeah, it's a fun thing. Now, somebody else, another writer recently on the show kind of used the same term as far as tricks or, or just things like that. I guess it's techniques as well. But what would be some of the tricks when you're in a, in a co-writing situation, whether it's because you're stuck or you need to move the song along, what are some of those things you can kind of uh, pull out of your, of your hat, so to speak, and use? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, right when you said that, the first thing that came to my mind is the best trick of the trade is to get up and walk around for a little bit. I think sometimes, oh. you know, when you're when you're stuck in a songwriting session and you're kind of you're stuck on a word or a line or you know, melody or something, you just sit there and you and you stew over it for quite some time. But honestly I feel like the best thing is when someone's like, All right, you know, I gotta get up, gotta take a walk around, you know, go to the restroom, come back and I feel like in that moment when you just kind of get up, walk around and take a breather, it's like all of a sudden the creativity mm-hmm. comes to you and that's when you that's when you get the best lines and you write the magic bridge or, you know, complete a song. So that's my kind of trick of the trade. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just kind of distance yourself from it for a bit, get your mind off it, and then come back fresh. Yeah, kind yeah. of probably like a re- it's a reset. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Give yourself a different perspective. Step back from it for a little bit and just get up and walk around, get some fresh air. And I feel like that helps a lot. So. It must be pretty interesting to see some of the hit writers and, and writers at all levels when you go to a place in Nashville for songwriting rounds. And that's got to be great. Have you seen writers? You've obviously seen some of your favorite writers. Have you seen them do some of their songs that were big hits on the radio? Yeah, that's what's so magic about Nashville is going into a writer's round or a, a show. And sometimes you know who's playing, sometimes you have no idea until they start you know whipping out their their hits and it's just such a magical experience and I've had the great honor of writing, performing and working with um, Philip White who is a number one songwriter down in Nashville um, and to know that he wrote the song for Rascal Flatts, I'm Moving On which was a huge mm. influence for for me, you know, I love Rascal Flatts they were, they were one of my favorites and mm-hmm. um, so it's just so cool to be able to witness that and talk to him about his journey of even writing the song, um, you know, how his publisher wanted him to change some lines up in it and he stuck to his guns and said nope this is the way it is and you know it was it's won awards and been a a phenomenal song so that's really Mm -hmm. cool that is such a beautiful song i remember one of their early ones uh their first or second or third um such a powerful song, but I, and it's fascinating, too, to get the story behind it and to know, like you said, in that case, they wanted him to change lines. I love getting that insight into a song from the songwriter. Yeah, absolutely. It's just so fun to hear the stories behind it, because sometimes you just think, like, you know, and even growing up, you know, you hear a song on the radio, and first off, you think that the artist wrote the song all the time. You know, and maybe they That's did, right. but maybe they didn't, because we had songwriters. And so, yep. and yeah, and even to to write and, you know, you have input put into your song, people being like, oh, I don't know if I like this part or, you know, I would do it different. And to hear a number one songwriter be like, you know, someone told me to change it. 
And where, you know, normally he would go back to the drawing board on a song on this one, you know, it was to stick to his intuition. So it, it gives you kind of a sense of like, okay, follow your intuition with, with writing, mm-hmm. write what comes from your heart, and you're bound to write a great song. So Definitely, and that becomes kind of a, a battle sometimes between craft and just the feeling of what you wrote, and sometimes you do need to rewrite it, but other times um, you can maybe break the rules or just do something a little different, and it'll still work. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wanted to talk to you about, uh, I understand that you had, you've had a chance to open up for some pretty big country artists, including Trisha Yearwood and Blake Shelton. It doesn't get much bigger than those two names. What were those experiences like? Yeah. Oh, it was so magical. So with Trisha Yearwood, that actually came about with me winning CMT Karaoke Star, um, you know, back in 2008. And part of the prize package was to perform at Big Valley Jamboree, um, opening up for Trisha Yearwood. And um, I guess I was kind of naive a little bit at the time. And I was so young that I actually just kind of thought, oh, I, I must be singing on a stage on one of the side stages um, before Trisha plays. And so that's what I was prepared for. And as I, um, you know, go up to meet the people at the radio station that I was uh, singing for and everything, they're like, oh, no, you're actually heading up here and you're going to perform on the main, main stage. And I'm like, oh, my. So I had about, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes to prepare. But, you know, they threw me up on the big stage. I'm in front of you wow. know, tens of thousands of people, and I get to sing um, and open up for Trisha up there. So <laughs> it's probably best that it worked that way, so I couldn't think too much about, about it you know, <laughs> exactly. before it happened. <laughs> Blake Shelton was a really cool experience. I um, have performed down at Old Red in Nashville, and they had me come in and open up for him when he did a pop-up show at the venue. Uh, so I got to announce it to the crowd and surprise everybody and play a bunch of songs and open up for, you know, when, when his band was to take the stage. So that was a really cool thing. That is pretty amazing to to uh, open up for those artists, play for the crowds that they those artists draw. Uh, I think that's incredible. Um, I want to talk about your blog, 30 Days of Dreamcatchers, and what Dreamcatcher means to you. But let's also play the song. Mm-hmm. We'll play the song first. Uh, tell me about the song itself, Dreamcatcher. Yeah, Dreamcatcher honestly means the world to me. I can genuinely say that this is the song that has really shifted and propelled the meaning of why I create music. And I kind of, I had the idea about two years ago, this aha moment, um, because I make dream catchers. So as I was hanging them up for a festival that I was playing, um, I just realized it was like, I'm out here chasing my dream, but I need to go there and catch my dream and make it happen. And so um, that's where the idea for dream catcher came about. And it's just been such a magical journey and I'm just so grateful for it. So it's been just such a cool experience to go out there and not only be inspired myself, but to inspire other people around me who are catching their dreams. Let's hear the song now. We've got more to talk about that uh, theme and idea with my guest, Mandy McMillan. This is her debut Canadian single, Dreamcatcher on In the Country. Yeah. Oh. 
everything comes back in the right time Cause she truly believes within The chances roll on by No, she's not the kind Cause everything is so And that is Alberta's Mandy McMillan. She lives in Nashville, uh, back in Alberta, doing some visiting. And what a great song called Dreamcatcher. Tell me about uh, your blog, 30 Days of Dreamcatchers. It's a great way you're highlighting really special people and, and kind of giving some, some insight into who they are. Absolutely. The 30 Days of Dreamcatchers was such a great idea. My publicist and I, you know, we're kind of brainstorming ideas on, you know, ways that we could really showcase the song and showcase the meaning behind it. And he came up with the great idea of like, why don't we, you know, showcase your friends and people that inspire you for over 30 days. And it was quite the challenge because I wanted every blog post to be meaningful, to, you know, have really be personable between me and the person I was writing it about. So I'm not going to lie. It, it, it was a little bit, maybe to say exhausting, um, but so well <laughs> worth it because they, sure. yeah, they, it just worked out to be so great, and I have so many amazing people around me that just inspire me so much and are out there inspiring others. So I just I didn't want the song or the meaning of it to just be about me. I wanted it to really showcase that this song is for everyone that's out there um, chasing and catching their dreams. So it was such a fun, fun experience. Uh, I was reading in your bio, Thank Mandy, you. that you were part of a Fleetwood Mac trio or tribute uh, show. Tell, tell me yeah. about that. Yeah, so I had such an amazing opportunity to uh, step in for a friend that needed needed a cover while she was going to have a baby on Matt leave, and they have a, a Fleetwood Mac tribute. So I stepped in. I love Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks. She is just mm-hmm. one of my idols. I love her, love her, love her. And it was such an amazing opportunity where I spent six months just studying the song, studying 
you know, the way that Fleetwood Mac played their songs, the way Stevie Nicks was on stage, um, every little trill. And it was just such an amazing opportunity. Unfortunately, um, the tour was canceled for the majority of it due to, you know, the pandemic and what happened this year. But I got to play um, a few shows with them. And it was just such an amazing opportunity to be in those shoes and to portray Stevie Nicks. And, oh, it's just magical. And, and it fits with Dreamcatcher as well. Um, that that was a dream that I wanted to catch. I've, I've wanted to do a Fleetwood Mac tribute for years. And so it was really cool to make that happen. Uh, let's talk about that when you say make that happen. And we're kind of coming back to Dreamcatcher again. But what are the yeah. ways that you do this, Mandy? And, and then we all can learn. Like, how do we go after our dreams? How do we manifest them? Um, you know, obviously in our minds, but how do we take the action to, to have them happen, make them come true? Yeah, well, I love that you just used the word manifest because it's honestly like that's our thoughts and our actions are manifesting our reality around us. And so I think the first step is, you know, a lot of the times we get afraid of of things that we want to pursue and just think that they're crazy. But we need to let go of all of that, realize that anything we want to achieve in life is doable. It might take some time and it's going to take some energy and effort. And, you know, there's going to be some curveballs along the way, but just to put it in front of us and and not be afraid of looking at it in a realistic aspect. Um, mm-hmm. Then I think it's just be open, be open to the scenarios that are happening around you and the little hints that, you know, the world can give you as to how to achieve them. Um, I think it's, you know, radiating positivity and just believing that, that your wildest dreams can happen. So yeah, don't be afraid and, and just go for it. So much of it is the way you radiate it and just, the, I guess, it's the confidence uh, and being open to whatever is coming along and taking the good with the bad, but just being able to, uh, yeah, kind of radiate uh, that you can, you can have it happen. Like, you just kind of believe it first. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I really genuinely believe that positive, positive thoughts and vibrations will bring back positive actions and of course you know there's there's the little shifts and the curveballs like I said that are going to happen but just to honestly look at them as lessons and how can I get better and how can I you know achieve and even though learning all these songs you know for the, the Fleetwood Mac tribute it, we, it was months of, of working on them rehearsing driving to Atlanta putting in a lot of time and effort and unfortunately the tour was canceled but from that I had to you know even without shift my perspective to be like well now that made me a better singer, a better performer. And now I have a whole bunch of Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac songs to add to any of my sets <laughs> that I want to play. So, you know, just being positive yeah. with any curveball that comes your way. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, shifting the way you think about what happened and framing it in a more yeah. positive way. That is wonderful. Um, as we get set to wrap yeah. up here, Mandy, with Fleetwood Mac show, uh, do you have a favorite of all? I mean, there's so many great songs of Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks songs. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it it would be so bad for me to say all of them because I genuinely <laughs> just every, every song, you know, it, for me, it was just such a magical, magical experience because I just got to dance and sing to, you know, the Fleetwood Mac tunes uh, all night on stage. But I love leather and lace sticks out as an awesome one for yeah. me. Uh, the Stevie Nicks and Don Henley. That's just mm-hmm. such a great song. And um, I love dreams. I've covered that song for years. Um, and I also really love Stop Dragging My Heart Around with uh, Stephen Nixon and Tom Petty. So that, yeah, that's, that's a great one. my favorite right now. Yeah, great tune. That is great tune. I hear a lot of people cover Dreams. That's the one that uh, is Thunder Only Happens When It's Raining. 
Yes, absolutely. Because I always forget the title of it, because that's the line that jumps out at me. But I've heard a lot of people, oh, at a lot of my songwriting rounds, when, when I have them do covers, uh, of the females have yeah. picked that song. It's a beautiful one. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's 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 one of their best. And I think it's actually, for a fun fact, it's the only song of theirs that was ever um, a number one. Yeah. Interesting. You think I of think Fleetwood Mac right. and a huge, <laughs> massive group, but you, wow. Uh, incredible. Do you have new music coming out beyond this single that is out now, Dreamcatcher? Can we expect an EP or an album or more music at some point this year? Yeah, so I finished up recording um, a full-length album last year, and Dreamcatcher, um, you know, we released that this summer. We have an, another single coming out in the fall called Haven't We All Been, which I'm so excited for everyone to be able to hear. Um, that Great. song means the world to me. And um, and then we're releasing the album at the end of this year. So I'm very excited to have new songs out and about for everyone and, and a full album for everyone to get a real big picture of who Mandy is. That is awesome. In the meantime, they can check out Dreamcatcher, the song. They can stream it, purchase it, uh, request it at their local country station. Um, and, of course, they can watch the video on YouTube or at your website, on your social media. It's a great one. Once again, it's Dreamcatcher. Mandy, thanks so much for being here. It was great chatting. Yeah, thank you. This was so awesome. I really appreciate you having me on here. My pleasure. Once again, my guest has been Mandy McMillan. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.